Welcome to You Need Therapy, the Happy People podcast, or in more realistic terms, the mental health podcast for young adults. Hey everyone, welcome back to um, another episode of You Need Therapy. I hope you all uh, are having a great start to your week, and if you're not, then I hope this episode can really help pick that up because everyone deserves to have a wonderful start to their week and a wonderful week in general. If you're new here, my name is Emily and I am the host of this podcast and I am here to help you through all of your mental health ups and downs. Now, disclaimer, in no way am I qualified to be giving out any of this advice. I do not have a degree in anything. I do not have any sort of training in this subject matter. However, what I do have is my own experience with a lot of different mental health issues and my own experience with therapy, uh, reading, you know, books on, on mental health, other podcasts, YouTube videos, and kind of everything under the sun there scrounged up into one pile that kind of helped me really get over the hump and get onto the healthier side of mental health. And so what I'm doing here is kind of taking my favorite tips and tricks and giving those to you and hopefully helping you and getting you into a better spot. Um, I'm also here to just talk about kind of everything that young adults don't want to talk about and society in general doesn't want to talk about, including sexual assault, um, mental health issues, therapy, uh, you know, issues with social media, issues with society in general, um, kind of just everything that really can affect our mental health as young adults specifically, but not limited to, um, because, you know, this is this is everyone's mental health, but it, this is kind of more of a target area of young adults. If you're not new here, thank you so much for continuing to come back and listen to each episode. It really, really makes my heart sore, and I love that you guys feel that this is a safe space and that you keep coming back, and I love it. Um, and I love all of you. All right, so... If you are new here, I start off each episode with what I call the life breakdown. And that's kind of, I just share what's been going on in, you know, in the time that I last talked to you. Um, Just updating and um, just sharing the good, the bad, the middle, and uh, just kind of catching everyone up. So, as always, if you want to share your life breakdown with me, or if you just want to talk in general, say hey, if you need advice on something, if you need someone to just bitch to... My Instagram is always linked in the description of the episode as well as the description of the podcast. And I always encourage you guys to shoot me DMs on there because I love talking to you guys. I absolutely adore it. I love when I see that I got messages from anyone and it just, it makes me so happy. I do respond to all of those. So please feel free to, uh, to message me on there. So I hope, I hope some of you will. All right. So getting into the life breakdown for this week. So it has been a couple weeks since I uploaded a new episode and I apologize for that, but my schedule has been kind of whack, crazy, wackadoodle, nuts. It's been a a mess lately. So basically what's been going on is about two-ish weeks ago now, a week and a half, I got back from shooting a short film. Uh, So I was gone for about a week and 
I am now back home, which is great because I missed my bed, but I was shooting short film. It was a horror short. It was super fun. For those of you that are new here and do not know, I am an actress. That is my full-time job along with this podcast. Um, And so I was shooting a horror short and it was so fun and I absolutely adored the cast and the crew and it was super great. Um, And then I got back and a lot of stuff happened in my time away. Um, A bunch of stuff kind of just got thrown at me, which is super exciting. It's all good stuff. However, it, it... is definitely stressful because it now adds to my schedule. Um, so basically in a week and a half now, I am leaving home again, traveling again to, uh, go star in my first feature film, which I'm so, so excited for. Um, it's going to be so fun. I will be gone for about a month and it's going to be the best time ever. I will miss my bed. However, I'm really excited. Um, I'm actually going on a short little mini vacation right beforehand. And then I'm off to shoot this feature film and I'm so excited. I'm already in love with the crew. Um, and fun fact, um, the producer of the film, we had a meeting and, um, turns out he's actually listened to this podcast before, like, before knowing me and everything, and before this role and everything, he's listening to the podcast, so, Hunter, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, um, but it's super exciting, I, um, everyone that I've met with so far for it has been incredible, and I'm really excited to, to get to work on that, um, so basically, my whole August is booked, because here's, here's the thing, I have that, um, and I also have, a table read and then also shooting the pilot episode for a new um series that I am also going to be starring in and um it's all kind of back to back and crazy and it's gonna be super fun but it's definitely gonna be tiring and um but it's super excited so August is crazy so if I don't upload after this week I apologize um but I just don't have time, but I'm going to try, try to, to continue to upload every Monday, but we will, we will see how the, how the schedule kind of lays out. Um, what else? Oh, I'm so excited. I am getting some new tattoos soon. So, um, I have like three new tattoos that I'm super excited for. And, um, there, one of them is, a symbol for sexual assault survivors and then the other two are kind of female empowerment tattoos so I adore all of them and I'm so excited to get those after filming and um yeah I love tattoos I got I have one and for anyone who has tattoos like you're like you go to your first one and you're like ah, oh, maybe like I'm, I hope I'm gonna like it I was never a tattoo person before and then you get one and now you just want to get all the tattoos um it's like, it's very addictive. So anyone, anyone who knows that feeling, you'll get where I'm coming from, but super excited for that. That's kind of off topic and not like a super big deal, but I'm really excited for it. So I figured I would share. Um, I'm not sure what else to talk about. My dad comes into town here soon and then I'm going on a little mini vacation with him and my stepmom. So that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I'll get to go to the beach, which I love and kind of have a, a little relaxing week before 
everything kind of kicks into motion and it gets really crazy. Um, but it's going to be really fun and I am, I'm super excited for everything that's, that is beginning to happen. So on that note, we are going to end it there and get into the meat of the episode. So if you didn't read the title of the episode, today we are talking about the dangers of social media. And I've talked about the dangers of social media a little bit in a few other episodes, but I really wanted to do an episode fully dedicated to social media and kind of the negative side effects, if you will, um, because this is definitely something I have been struggling with lately. And um, I always like I always try to to relate the episodes kind of to my life because I want to be super open with everyone and you know because because I think the more that I'm open with everyone the the more the, the safer that those listening feel and they feel that they're then able to talk about because if someone's talking to because because I'm talking to you know a bunch of people and sharing personal things so I like to get personal because I feel then it 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 comforts others to to then get personal and the, to then talk to others, maybe a therapist, maybe friends, maybe a, a parent, you know, whoever, uh, then about what they're going through because it's so important to talk about what you're going through and that's always something that I, I try to stress on this podcast. So just that little note, but let's, let's get into it. So we all know that social media has a major negatives associated with it but we are gonna really get into kind of the the negative effects and the negative connotations that it has especially on young adults now this is a very kind of targeted specifically at young adults because you know the older generations aren't on social media as much this is a very very young adults and teenagers um and unfortunately now a lot of children but kind of that those that's the big group that's on social media and that is the group that has the, the most issues with their mental health weirdly enough you know kind of connection there hmm wonder why it can get really negative and dark and it's so important to take breaks from social media like do a kind of detox if you can because it can really get into your head. So I kind of wanted to go over the top. So I, I did some research and I got the top seven negative effects of social media. And I got this off of makeuseof.com. It's an article on there. So thank you, makeuseof.com, uh, for giving this article, for writing this article and bringing attention to this. And uh, now let's let's bring attention to this. So number one, wildly enough, number one was depression and anxiety. So this is the number one like negative effect that social media has, specifically on young adults. Social media is a highlight reel. And we need to remember that because I think... And I, I've, I've fallen subject to this too. Social media can really sh- like shove you into this dark pit of my life isn't good enough. I don't look good enough. I don't, 
you know, on and on and on. It can really, for me personally, it can really shove me into depression in the sense of I'm not where I'm supposed to be at life or in life. Um, and I think this is this is a big thing for young adults because I think in this age, like, we're figuring out our life. We're out of, you know, we're out of high school where you know, or we're at the very end of high school and it's like figuring, it's time to figure out your life. And I think there's a lot of pressure surrounding that. And I think social media and society in general have kind of given us these little like markers of where we're supposed to be at, at a certain age. And especially now with things like TikTok, um, we see all these young people with like thriving careers, making tons of money, off of these platforms and you know they're like already like buying their own house at 20 and 21 and you know all these all these things and then so when I see that I see things like that and I'm not at that yet you know I'm still you know living with my mom and you know (laughs) she's still paying for a lot of my stuff and I'm, I'm not as developed in my career as I would like to be like I I start comparing myself to these people in their in their early 20s that are already in established careers and I compare myself I'm like well I'm not there yet and then that can really push me into a pit of depression that can really trigger anxiety attacks for me and um you know it's also like oh it can be like I'm not as productive in the day as this person I'm not waking up early enough I'm not eating healthy enough. I'm not as skinny. I'm not as pretty. I'm not as tall. I'm not, you know, the list goes on and on and on. And we get into this kind of really tough game of comparison, which leads into things like depression and anxiety, because we always forget that social media is a highlight reel and that these people that are posting these things, they probably don't look like that all the time. They probably have days where they don't do anything. They have lazy days. They're not productive every single day, 24 hours, seven days a week. They probably Photoshop their photos. A lot of people do. And that's why that's why following accounts that are real, I think, is so important. Because if you're if you're following accounts that are making you feel bad about yourself, you need to stop following those accounts because that just gets into this really toxic circle. Like, you know, you're like, oh, following them, following them, following them. And you're like, it's it's almost inspirational for a while of following them. And you're like, oh my God, like I'm going to eat healthy like that. I'm going to dress like that. I'm going to, you know, be protected like this so I can get into this established career. And you're like really motivated for a while and then you fall off. But it looks like they didn't because they're not going to post that on social media. And then you're like, oh shit. And you get really depressed because you're like, oh God damn it. I'm not like them. I'm not as good, you know? And so that's super toxic. So do not follow accounts that make you feel bad about yourself. Follow accounts that are real and, and help you remember that social media is a highlight reel. So one of my favorite accounts is Victoria Garrick. I hope I'm pronouncing her last name right, but she was, um, is on, on TikTok as well. Um, but she is a former D1 athlete. Uh, she played volleyball. She has a, she has a podcast too. It's called The Real Pod Podcast. And um, 
she is so real. She posts photos that are real of her body, of her life. She posts when she has tough days, anxiety attacks, when she gets into these pits of depression. She posts about when she's not motivated. She'll post about when she's really motivated. She posts when she eats a fucking ice cream cone and doesn't feel bad about it. And I think that is so important to follow people like that because that's what life looks like. It doesn't look like, you know, these, some of these influencers on Instagram, that's not what life looks like 100% of the time. And they may trick you into thinking, it it does that's what life looks like and and this isn't hate to people who post like that it's their life they can do whatever they want but if that makes you feel bad about yourself you got to stop following them and start following real accounts um so definitely follow victoria she is incredible um i would love to collaborate with her one of these days um that'd be super fun might reach out if you guys can like DM her to tell tell her to to reach out or to look at her DMs, that'd be great. Um. Anyway, so that's the number one thing that can come from social media is depression and anxiety. So it's super again super important to try to take breaks to try to do a detox. And if you're not gonna take like a whole day break or a whole week break, try to only spend half an hour a day on social media whether that be tiktok whether that be instagram whether it be twitter whether it be a mix you know whatever social media you want to do try to only do it for 30 minutes a day and that can really one help you're you're not going to be wasting as much time scrolling and scrolling and scrolling because that's another thing let's talk about that that's not on this list but i think that's really important it's such a time waster like especially especially TikTok now because I I think TikTok has very much taken over and kind of become the the god of social medias at this point and it really is such a time waster and I like I tell myself every day I'm like don't get on TikTok or like only get on it for a certain amount of time like set a timer or delete TikTok I try to tell myself every day I'm like delete it delete it delete it but it's so addictive which is another point that we're gonna get into later it's so addictive. Like, I just, I, I haven't brought myself to do it. And it's such a time waster. And then it's, you know, then we fall back into the pre- depression and anxiety because I see all these, like, super productive, you know, accounts like, oh, life tips and, like, day in my, super productive day in my life and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm just sitting here scrolling through TikTok and there's people doing this. But I'm like, I could easily be doing that. But I'm not because I'm here scrolling and then it's just, it's again that super toxic circle and you just can't escape. So half an hour a day, if you can delete social media, at least for a little while, I really encourage you to do that. I'm really going to try myself to delete TikTok. I can't delete Instagram because of my job. However, I'm really going to try to delete TikTok. So if you want to do this little challenge with me and delete TikTok then I encourage you to do that. Let's try it all together. Delete TikTok. If you do it, um, DM me and let me know that you're you're doing this little TikTok detox with me. Because I, I really think that's, that's the worst platform right now. I really do. Um, but anyway, try to do that with me. DM me if you do. 
Um, and also, damn me if you, like, delete Instagram and Twitter and, like, any of your social media. Um, I'm going to do it right after I finish recording this episode. So, let's do it. Moving on, the second most negative side effect that comes from being on social media is all the hate. And specifically, cyberbullying. Which isn't, which is a term I feel like we all heard a lot in, like, elementary and middle school. And then it kind of just... Suddenly, no one talked about it anymore. Um, but this is all the hate, cyberbullying, you know, things like cancel culture. There is so much hate on Instagram because it's so easy to hide behind the screen and type mean things or make mean videos and post them without a second thought because you don't see when that person sees that comment or that video or, you know, whatever you don't see the reaction that it has on that person. So it's a, it's a lot easier to be horrible behind that screen and there is so much hate especially right now in the world um especially with cancel culture and i'm not saying you know don't i'm not saying to not hold people accountable when they do something wrong absolutely let's hold people accountable but there's a difference between holding someone accountable for a true mistake and cancel culture I think those are completely separate things because cancel culture is things like, you know, Tom Holland getting hate because he didn't post enough when the George Floyd murder happened. You know, cancel culture is, is things like Elizabeth Olsen getting hate because she didn't um, post quickly enough when Chadwick Boseman died. So... Things like that are not okay, and I don't see the reason to to do things like that. And that's things like cancel culture. And it's it really, it's stressful because every time you post something on social media, every time you say something and you post it, any time anything of your words goes out onto a public platform, it's stressful because you're like, oh God, I hope I didn't say something wrong. And it's little stuff, and and I think that is really toxic. For one, that's such a big impact on people's mental health. When people are getting this hate that is, is just so silly. When people are, when, you know, public influencers are getting hate and death threats over things that, they should not be getting hate and they should not be getting death threats for i think that really i think that really shows where we're at as a society on social media and that's just it's sad really because the amount of hate that is spread for for stupid things the amount of of horrible comments i see on people's posts nowadays is absolutely horrendous. Like, everything from commenting on on what someone looks like to what someone said to what they ate to the friends that they have. Like, there is at least one comment on every post, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. There is at least one comment of someone's 
hating on something. And it's, and it's especially, it's, it's gotten really bad on TikTok, I've noticed. I'm going to keep talking about TikTok because that's, it's, again, like, the kind of the god platform of social media right now. But everyone finds a reason to hate on, on the silliest little things. Like, whether it's a day in the life video or a dance video or some sort of silly lip syncing that, you know, it's whatever, but someone always finds something negative to say and it just snowballs from there. And that can really affect a person's mental health. That is cyberbullying, really, when you truly think about it. When people are getting death threats, you know, that's cyberbullying and, and that's the label we're going to put on that because that's exactly what it is. And that's not okay. It is absolutely not okay. So, you know, there's hate. There's such, there's a, there's such privacy kind of invasions, especially for kind of public figures, um, which really we need to chill about. Um, it's, I get there are people that you look up to and you want to know what's going on. Trust me, I'm a nosy person. Like, I fully, 100% understand. But when it gets to the point of these public figures are getting stalkers and, you know, they're figuring out where their homes are and what their phone numbers are, that's not okay. That's creepy and that's scary for them. And that's just such an invasion of privacy. But this is things that stem from social media. And I know this isn't necessarily on the topic of hate. But I, that just popped into my mind. And I really needed to to mention that. Um, like, just <laughs> leave people alone, you know. I get, I get they're your favorite TikToker. They're your favorite movie star. They're your favorite singer. Just let them live their life because they are, in fact, a person too. Um, just, I just had to mention that. Um, but yeah, there's so much hate on social media and I encourage everyone listening to leave at least one nice comment on a stranger's posts, whether that be on Instagram or, you know, TikTok, someone you don't know, but if you like something in their video, in their post, in their tweet, mention it because that can really really make someone's day I I had I posted on Instagram last week and I had someone that I didn't know comment a very very nice comment and it made my day because to know that there's still goodness and to kind of be reminded of that through that is it's very refreshing so that's going to be my other little challenge for you guys is to leave a comment, a really nice make someone's day comment on a post. And I I cuz I think we need to spread kindness and and love. And I think it's really important that we do that especially right now where we're at. So, do that. And stop spreading hate, spread love because there's no reason to spread hate. Like what what does that do? What's what's the purpose of that? What's your end goal really? with spreading hate like the end goal of spreading love is to spread love and to make someone's day and to be a nice human and but what's what's the point of spreading hate 
to make someone's life worse? Why, why would someone want to make someone's life worse? I don't understand that, but let's try our best. And I know, I know none of you listening are those kinds of people because everyone listening is such a wonderful human and I love you all so much. So that's why I know I can trust you all to go leave a nice comment and to go spread some joy. Okay, moving on to my next point. The number three slot goes to FOMO. And if you're not sure what FOMO is, it's the fear of missing out. And I suffer from this so badly. I uh, I suffer from FOMO so bad. So basically, it's you're, you're scrolling through social media and you're seeing all these people doing these fun things. And you're like, oh my god, I'm missing out. Or you're like constantly checking to make sure that like your friends aren't going and doing something fun without you. Or around where you live, there's not like a fun event that you're missing. Or, a, you know, a new restaurant that's like popping and you have to go there right now. Like... I'm so bad at this and not even just from social media but just in general like we'll walk around my apartment complex like we'll go on an evening stroll or whatever and like I'll see like one of the restaurants around is like super like popping and like it's buzzing and there's a ton of people or there's like you know a a large group of people gathered in the street like doing some fun activity and I'm like oh my god like what are you like why wasn't I invited what are you all doing do we need to go like do we need to go check it out Like, I have such bad FOMO, but it's also really a struggle because I have terrible FOMO, but then I'm also such a homebody that I'm like, I want to go and do all the things and not miss out on anything, but I also just want to stay home and watch Black Widow for the fourth time. Like, you know, I, it's, it's really, it's a constant struggle. It's a constant struggle. Um, but social media is really kind of, of where FOMO started and kind of grew is is from social media because like we're constantly seeing people post of all these things fun things that they're doing and then you're like oh my god I'm missing out and then you're like constantly checking it's kind of the same thing of like you know for those of you who have snapchat like when you check snap maps and like you're like making sure like oh well where are my friends what are they doing are they hanging out together did I not get invited like it's stuff like that and that's super toxic for yourself because you're just gonna really deteriorate your mental health through that if you're constantly worried about what other people are doing and making sure that you're not missing out because then you're not truly living your life so just live your life and and do what you want to do and focus on what you're doing and focus on you know things that you do get invited to and opportunities that you do get to go and you know experience try to focus on those and stop scrolling and making sure that you're not missing out on everything in the world because you can't be in all the places at once you can be in one place at once and make sure when you're in that place you are in the moment and you're not missing out on that one being worried about missing out on all the other ones so that's that that's FOMO FOMO sucks let's move on number four we've already kind of chatted about in number one but number four is unrealistic expectations and comparisons and negative body image so Social media, again, we kind of talked about the comparisons, can give you really, really unrealistic expectations because so many people do things like 
Photoshop their images. Or, you know, post about, like, they'll tweet about something that they did. I'm putting that in quotations, but they didn't really do. Um, and this is, this, whew, the amount of body dysmorphia that I have from social media is horrible. Now, to be fair, I, oops, sorry if you just heard my chair creak, um, to be fair, I was a competitive dancer for nine years, and I had ballet twice a week, and, um, for, like, two and a half to three hours for those two, on both of those days, um, so I was standing in a room full of mirrors in a tight leotard and tights with basically every curve of my body showing and getting critiqued. So if if you're uh if you were or are a dancer and or a gymnast, this this goes for you guys too, body dysmorphia is gonna be horrible. Horrible for you. And that's unfortunately just the truth because you don't know what you look like. Because at least for me, you know, I would start class thinking I looked one way and then I would look completely different by the end of it and it was crazy and I you know I don't know how I don't know what I look like and so that started but then you know social media gets on top of that and you're like I I I don't know what I look like anymore and you see these girls on on Instagram that, that most of them photoshop their images and you're like, I don't look like that. I look horrible. And you have this horribly negative body image. And it's horrible. Like, you're like, I'm not that tall. I'm not that skinny. I, you know, I have cellulite. I have stretch marks. I have some fat on my body. Oh my God, what a horrible thing to have some fat on your body. Guys, you need fat on your body to literally live. Like, you need it. Any human that has a uterus, you're going to have that little bump on the front of your stomach, most likely, unless you are those few people who, because of genetics, their stomach is, is flat. Most people with a uterus have that little bump on their tummy because that's, that's fat and skin protecting our uterus. We need that. That that that's an important that's an important part of our body and it's literally it's our body protecting it it's our body doing its job and protecting it so if you have that tiny little bump on the front of your tummy do not feel bad about it that's normal and it's beautiful and cherish that little bump because it is protecting your uterus so social media can give us such unrealistic expectations because so many people photoshop their pictures and i think and not only on on body but on like face too you know to make it look like there's they have perfectly smooth skin when in reality most skin has texture you know and and so that was again something i would feel super bad about is like because like I had, first of all, I had really bad acne for a really long time. And now I still have some scarring. I'll, I'll still have texture to my skin. And when people Photoshop their photos and and make it seem like their skin is perfectly smooth, I'm like, well, why doesn't my skin like look like that? Why can't 
I have skin like that. Why, you know, and it gets into that super un- unhealthy comparison and just negative image of yourself in general. So get off social media for a while, especially if you're scrolling and you start to feel bad. Just hop off of it and, and go do something that's going to make you feel good. Good about yourself, good about your mind and and your body and your face and how you look because you're all so fucking beautiful. And I love you all. Um, next topic is unhealthy sleep patterns. Oh my gosh. This is like my biggest one. I don't sleep because um, you know, we just we just stay scrolling on TikTok. It's so bad. And I know, I know. Pretty much almost all of you will be able to be like, yep, nope, that's me too. And I think this especially became super horrible in quarantine. Um, and like, cause we were all like, cause TikTok was like, TikTok was at its peak at quarantine. Let's, let's really, let's be real. Um, and then we all like, we didn't have anything to do in the days. So we were like, had so, such unhealthy sleep schedules. And I don't think any of us really, um, relearned how to have a healthy sleep schedule and not stay up till 3 a.m. scrolling on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. So it can cause really unhealthy sleep patterns, not only because you're up late scrolling, but also because our, our, this was, this is one thing that it says, um, anytime you hear a notification, like that ding of, of, oh, a new post, or a new video, or a new tweet, um, your brain, because it's so addicted, which we will get into as well, um, it's, like, automatically, automatically, automatically has to, like, check it, so then, like, if you're, like, getting this thing at 3 a.m., and you're, like, oh, shit, I gotta check that now, like, you're, and then, and then, like, you get up, and then you're awake, and then, and then the whole like blue light thing because blue light before bed can affect your the the way you sleep and it's a whole mess. So try to one get off social media as much as you can. Two try really hard to stay away from it before bed at least an hour. If you can do two, that would be better. It's so important to try to do things like reading before bed or meditating. You know, kind of these things that wind down your brain and do not have any blue light, those are the best things. Because if you're if you're looking at, at social media right before you go to bed, your brain's still like thinking. Your brain's all wound up. So try to really do things that are going to wind your brain down because then you're going to sleep so much better. I can say from experience that I sleep so much better on nights where I fall asleep reading rather than I fall asleep scrolling on TikTok. And and it, and it's every time without fail that is that is the outcome. So try to not be on it right before bed and try to only be on it for 30 minutes a day. Okay. Addiction. Social media. There are studies. Social media can be more addictive than cigarettes and alcohol. And this is because you don't even think about using it. And that is what causes it to be so addictive because you get into the super... Because, like, 
you know, it's kind of the the same with cigarettes is like you don't even think about smoking. You're just like, oh, yeah, it's time to do that. That sounds that sounds like something I want right now. And if you hear something, I'm so sorry. There's there's someone going by my door. Um, but you don't even think about using it. And I and I know, like I don't either. It's kind of just you pick up your phone and that's you automatically go to it. You automatically you don't even think about it. That's just where like your fingers are almost trained to click exactly there to scroll to whatever page it's on and click exactly there and you don't think about it. And that is that's that's the sign that you're addicted to it. Um and I know I am too. And then, you know, those signs of of when you get that ding, you automatically have to check it. Um and it's the same thing kind of in with your phone in general. Any sort of notification you get, you will automatically click on because it it releases a a, like a it does a little release of serotonin in your brain when you when you check that because you get that notification and then you're like oh 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 and your brain kind of builds it up and then you check the notification and it's a serotonin release so it's like it's a little brain reaction thingy that like gets you addicted to it because you're addicted to then to that serotonin release um and that's not good so, I mean, it's good to get serotonin releases, but it should not be off of checking a notification on your phone. So, try to to find other things that are going to release serotonin in a healthier way that is not more addictive than cigarettes and alcohol. Because that's not good. Um, okay, number seven. We are on the last kind of note um, of negative effects of social media. And that is, it takes away the ability to think for yourself. And I think this has definitely shown up in, in this specific time that we're in, is that we're not doing any sort of research for ourselves. We're not thinking for ourselves. We're seeing the opinions and the stats and whatever on social media, on one platform, and we're just going with it. We're not doing any outside research. We're not, you know, any any sort of thing. And we're just jumping to conclusions because TikTok said so. Or because Instagram said so. And we really, we really need to, to, to think for ourselves. And we need to not just, oh, hey, TikTok told me that this is really good. So this is really good. Hey, TikTok told me to do this, so I'm going to do this. No, let's, hey, would this be really good? This, you know, TikTok said it would, but let me then go find out if this is really good for myself, not just all of a sudden this is this is my opinion because TikTok told me to. You know, so it, it really, it kind of brainwashes you in a way. Um, which is not good, but also, and this was, this is not something that I've seen as recently, but, um, do we all remember things like the cinnamon challenge and the, what was it like the ice cube on the arm with the salt and whatever challenge, those dumbass challenges that led to, you know, some dangerous things, we all did them because the internet told us to do them and we didn't think twice about it. Um, so 
let's not do that again. And um, let's really try to get off social media and to think for ourselves a little bit. And I think it's really also going to help your brain to expand and to grow when you have to do more thinking. And you're not just your thinking is what the internet told you. If that makes sense. If that didn't make sense, I'm sorry. It really didn't make sense to me. But we're nearing the end of the episode. So we're going to go with it. Um, again, I got all of this kind of research off of makeuseof.com on their article, um, which was seven negative effects of social media. Um, definitely check that article out to read more extensively on it. And, um, I also, I did get some, some things I said from my own brain and my own experiences with it, but definitely check out makeuseof.com um, and their article on social media because it was really informative and really, I mean, I enjoyed reading it and kind of seeing what they had to say. Um, yeah, but I think that is going to be it for today's episode. If you have not been told this yet today, I love you so much and I am so proud of you and you are such an incredible human being. Um, keep pushing on, keep, keep chugging forward and, um, just keep being who you are because who you are is incredibly wonderful and exceptional and marvelous. And don't let anyone ever tell you any different. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week, a wonderful rest of your day, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. I love you all so much and I will talk to you next week.